0: Hello, and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia. And this is the, I believe, 13th straight solo quarantine episode um last episode was another sunday service we're back to regular programming today and i just want to say i just want to lead with thanks to my sunday service this last week uh 4 days ago 3 days ago 4 days ago um i've been getting hate mail been getting hate mail and i i guess to a certain degree what uh i what was impressed upon me was was actually the feeling of wow i can't believe this took so long but i finally did it i finally uh unlocked that achievement of hate mail and the hate mail was of all things um about has been about rather because it wasn't just one message, it was a flurry of them in the last few days, about what I had to say about the performance artist Marina Abramovic. Abramovic? Abramovic? I don't know. One or the other. Um, and how she's not a Satanist. So that what that means, clearly, is that people who wrote to me think that she is a Satanist. And before I'm actually going to read, I'm going to read at least one of these things for you. But um, before I do that, I kind of wanted to preface a a little bit, remind you guys what it was and then preface it a little bit. So last episode, I talked about how Microsoft had made an advertisement starring her and it was about some new installation or new thing she was a part of and that Microsoft was doing, and they made an ad that featured Marina. When the ad went up, because Marina is ridiculously tied to the ridiculous Pizzagate conspiracy theory that has... uh, That has labeled her a Satanist who is in league with the Satanists who run the deep state controlling the world and the Satanists, the Satanist pedophiles who run Hollywood. Okay, now, now that that's out of the way, the the, the, the ad was taken down because these Pizzagate followers and believers um, complained en masse and Microsoft, the fucking pussy ass corporation that it is somehow bent to their will. And took it down. K. Fucking double K. Alright, so that's the preface. Actually, no, here comes the preface. That's the recap. Here's the preface. Before I read uh, one of these messages. I actually got into an interaction with, one, with this person that uh, I'm going to read from. So it's a back and forth between him and me. But before I do that, I just want to say... To, to even care that someone is a Satanist to even um, do a double take at that, to even care enough to ask more about it. You have to believe in God because if you don't believe in God and you give a shit that someone's a Satanist, something's wrong with you because if you don't believe in God, then you don't believe in Satan. And if someone worships Satan instead of God, who the fuck cares? Okay. Okay now that that's out of the way what i'm gonna do here is i'm gonna pull up my messages with this individual and you know what uh it was actually i mean it the reason i'm reading this one is because it it actually was the most um I don't know if, I mean, tame, uh, tame. No, it was the most um, respectful, I should say, from, from, uh, I generally when this stuff happens, I, I mirror the energy coming at me or the tone coming at me. If someone's going to be a sh- piece of shit out, out of the gate, I'm obviously going to be a piece of shit right back. But even if, if you're disagreeing with me and you write to me and you're not a total fucking asshole, I don't know if I'm going to respond, but like, that's the, obviously the way to do it. But, um, it was interest- it was an interesting conversation, let's say, and I can't fucking find it but I'm gonna it was a nice it was a nice this was t- this was actually i think this was this morning, but maybe not let me find it here we go, okay, I'm not gonna tell you his name because I don't do that. Okay, so this is, this is him direct messaging me on, on Instagram. How do you know who is a Satanist and who isn't? Question mark. Because you just say so, period. Dig deeper before you deny conspiracies because you don't look any of them up. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit presumptuous. He's saying, I deny them because I don't look them up. That is a flaw in logic that if you don't understand it, then I can't help you. And then he goes on. I'd at least show both sides before you shut him down because you know better. Oh no! I'd at least show both sides before you shut him down because you know better. Period. This is my favorite part of it all, even though it goes on and on. Just keep this in mind. He he. The very the way he ends the very first message to me is, "I'll still listen though." <laughs> so basically, he's saying, uh, "I'm an idiot and I'm ignorant." And I don't look up the things that, I don't research the things that I'm talking about. Keep that in mind too. And then he's, but then he goes on to say, I'll still listen, which is great, which I fucking appreciate. It was actually deep down. is probably why it's probably the real reason why I was kind to this person. But then I, I ended up, I wrote him back and I said, cause again, he was, that's not like a, that's not sh- a shitty tone. He's just kind of like, calling out calling me bullshit and being like you know you should do this and maybe this and i'll still listen whatever it's not that bad i mean if you if you think that's bad you should see what the fuck a lot of this shit's like uh and then i go on to say which conspiracies did i unfairly deny slash not dig deep enough on what makes you think i haven't dug deep enough on them And he, and and he writes, uh, I mean, I could have, uh, first of all, I could have picked out a few other things from his, what he was saying, including the flaw, the deep flaw in logic in that one sentence. But I I just wanted to get to the heart of the matter. I didn't want to get into like a fucking intellectual tete-a-tete with a guy with the fucking word Florida in his handle. So I'll just call him Florida man, because I'm not going to give his whole fucking shit away. And he goes on to write, haha, which I applaud. As if I'm a fucking joker. <laughs> he, wrote, he writes, haha, and then he writes, most of them. And then he goes on, I know you don't believe in any of them because the media said so. <laughs> okay. Well, there's another uh, presumptuous line. I don't not believe conspiracies because the media said so. I don't believe in conspiracies. Because they're not real, or at least the one this guy's talking about, which we're about to find out. And then he goes on, "You just brush off his hearsay, which, by the way, is whatever. Fuck him. You just brush it. You just brush off his hearsay, but have some, but some have legit points. WTC seven, World Trade Center seven, and Google is taking shit off and quote debunking said conspiracies. The, I mean." Yeah, no shit, because they have a fucking civic duty, because it's fucking fake. Anyway, the fact that you're telling grown people to stay home when the facts are wrong and every country is cooking the books is weird, man. All right? Cooking the books, you know? I don't know shit, bro, I'll say. So not... So not... I don't know shit, bro, so not an expert, but where the, where there is smoke, there is fire. Look up why Gates was kicked out of India, not coming at you sideways and have listened to them all, and we don't know what true side effects of five g I mean yeah let me let me go because he goes on, let me just address a little bit of that right now World Trade Center's building seven Google taking shit off their uh search engines. Because there's conspiracy theories. That's dangerous. He's not being specific enough. So I can't really address that. But the fact that I'm telling grown people. Why would I tell children to stay home? Grown people to stay home when the facts are wrong. Okay. So he says the facts are wrong. And every country is cooking the books. And it's weird. It's, he says it in his word. It's weird, man. How I, how I do that. Because I want people to stay home. Okay. And then he goes on to say, I don't know shit, bro. So not an expert. Huh. So you're calling me out, and you don't know shit. Okay. And he goes on. And Marina Abramovic is a witch, bro. (laughs) Hosts spirit cooking parties where A-listers show to eat the art, bloodied body in a tub. That's true. Who gives a fuck? I don't know about that, but I don't know about you, but I'm not attending that. Yeah, no shit. Because you're not an A-lister. She's seventy three and looks forty three. Adrenochrome? Question mark. I mean, first. So now he's gone into so many different ones: World Trade Center, Google, debunking conspiracies, uh, coronavirus, inflated numbers of deaths, uh, why Bill Gates was kicked out of India, five G, uh, Marina Abramovic being a fucking witch, Satanist, uh, Adrenochrome. Anyone who knows. Anything about modern conspiracy theories knows how many different ones that's hitting. And so at this point, I'm one, I I mean, I'm not certain, but I'm thinking this guy listens to every episode. He must like the show. He must be kidding. It's just like a long joke. So I write, haha, now I get it. You're joking. And he just writes the letter K, which I don't know how many times I have to tell you people. This is not the way it's done. K is not the letter K. It ruins the entire thing if you only write the letter K. If you want to properly K somebody, or K something, or just exclaim K to yourself, you need to envision it as spelled thusly. K-A-Y. It is a fucking word, not a letter. It is K-A-Y. So now this pisses me off. So I can't let it go. I wrote... In his quote, I quoted him and I said, I don't know shit, bro. I'm no expert, but where there is smoke, there is fire. And then I write K and I spell it the correct way because everybody needs a lesson every once in a while. And then he goes, yep, humility is key because we are mushrooms kept in the dark and fed shit. But yeah, Epstein killed himself. <laughs> that was a fucking good one. I mean i like this guy i don't care if i disagree with him and then and then i i dropped a fucking bomb on him i did like 20 periods like a big ellipses and then i just wrote k again and then i wrote a new message and i wrote should i trust you guy i don't know who is giving no counterfactual evidence or other sources that are more trusted and contain actual evidence and before you say i can't trust quote the media i'm not talking about articles on msnbc all you guys say the exact same thing while never providing a single piece of evidence. Show me evidence. I will change my mind when I see that evidence you have. And then here comes, here comes the pain. The painful truth about all conspiracy theorists revealed in a message. He goes on. So I ask him to show me evidence. He writes, don't trust anyone really. Trust your intuition in life. Evidence can be manipulated in any fashion. OJ, Casey Anthony, George Zimmerman, etc. Made by man, hacked by man. Get Sam Tripoli and Eddie Bravo on. I mean, nothing against Sam and Eddie. But no. And then he writes, I'll publish a book and then we'll send you a copy. LOL. And I wrote, okay, I'll read it. Which is true, I'll fucking read it. If this guy writes a book, I'll definitely read it. But the sad truth about conspiracy theorists is that their whole thing when they're pressed is it it turns back around on itself and it just basically eats the beginning of the argument. It eats its own fucking tail. Don't trust anyone. Trust your intuition in life. Evidence can be manipulated in any fashion. Fucking exactly. If you really want... To believe. If you really are just truly dedicated to believing in QAnon or fucking that Marina Abramovich is a witch or Satanist, whatever that shit even fucking means, which is nothing. That she takes adrenochrome. That five J (laughs) five J Five J that five J is uh giving us Geronavirus. You got to want to believe that shit. You have to want to believe that shit. If you believe that there are pedophiles running Hollywood, killing children and and eating them in underground lairs and keeping them and torturing them, doing satanic rituals on them, then you want to believe that. And if you want to believe that, your head's fucked up. Now, as for believing everything people say in the media, this is something these people say all the time too. Don't. You do you just, you're a shill. You're a media shill. You're a shill for the media. You just, you're just a little sheep. That's not, it's not binary. You don't go from either believing everything the media says or believing satanic pedophiles run the fucking world and Hollywood. There are not just two choices. I shit on the media almost as much as I shit on conspiracy theorists. The media fucking sucks. The media is often wrong. The media is often way too fucking clickbait driven. The headlines are often irresponsible. And the people on the news are fucking idiots often and their bias is also awful across the board left or right. I hate it. Just give me the fucking news. I don't give a fuck about editorializing the news. Just give me the news. Trust me to digest it. I mean, I keep putting J's in the front of words. Trust me to digest it. But that's the problem with the news now. Everything's on a fucking slant because it benefits them. Because if they tailor it to their fucking readership, then they're going to get more clicks. And they're going to keep more subscriptions and shit like that. So the media sucks not because they're run by the deep state cabal full of satanic pedophiles, but because they're driven by profit. Them being driven by profit is the real problem. Left or right, doesn't fucking matter. But the fact that the media is wrong isn't going to propel me or any other critically thinking human being into the direction of Pizzagate. It's not, well, it's either CNN or this fucking Reddit, subreddit group about fucking, you know, pedophilia in Hollywood with no fucking evidence. That's the other thing. I keep asking this motherfucker, sorry, Florida, man. I don't mean to call you motherfucker, but like, that's just, I'm colloquially saying that that's you. But it's just this fucking, like, call me out. Call me out for believing everything I read in the media, which is just obviously not true. If you listen to me and aren't partial to what you want to hear, you'll know that I shit on places, news outlets like CNN, just as much as I shit on fucking QAnon people. And Pizzagate. Pizzagate, you know? The name of it alone. Pizzagate. Uh before I go on, uh, I wanted to, I brought up this, uh, news. Well, I mean, news, I can't believe I even called it that. Uh, there's a, um, and, and I, I don't know if it's a YouTube channel or, or what, but it's, it's something I've talked about on the show before. It's called the St. Fuck, what is it called? Uh, the Steel Truth. S-T-E-E-L. And it's a hard, far-right internet show? I, I don't fucking know. Hosted by someone named Ann VanderSteel. Who, yeah, looks like, you know... I, I think I've talked about this before, how uh, these right-wing conspiracy theorists... Women kind of all look the same. They look like strung out. They're all like about 50. They got the sunken eyes. They look like they just kind of quit meth or trying to quit meth. The stringy hair. They've been out in the sun too long. I mean, I could go on about the men who do it too, but there's a woman in front of me. So uh, the, men ain't, the men ain't fucking lookers either. But the point isn't that they look bad. The point is that they look the same. These women in particular, they, they look the same. These QAnon people but this 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 is something I actually found on right right wing watch again which is a, becoming a fucking highlight of my day but they write uh this is on their twitter account Republican Congressional hopeful Cat Camick <laughs> that's a name okay Republican Congressional hopeful Cat Kamik Camick Republican Congressional hopeful Camick tells Ann Vandersteel that she is not familiar with QAnon but is willing to check it out and the the reason I wanted to play this it's because this woman, whether she realizes it or not, this woman, Ann Vandersteel, who looks like every other QAnon peddler that is a woman. Uh, th- sh- she says something that is very revealing about the kind of mind that embraces something like this.
1: Into Q, QAnon into Q? Q QAnon. Do you know what that is? I don't. Okay, well...
0: (laughs) Just to be clear, the woman who's saying she doesn't is the congressional hopeful, which I think she had a chance until she just here learns about QAnon. Unfortunately for her, now she learns about it and she's probably going to embrace it and lose because of it.
1: There's your answer. (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't know what that... No, 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 that's quite all right. Uh, QAnon is a... a, uh, it's a... It's it's a phenomenon, if you will, that's taken the world by storm. It's a it's a group of anonymous people, and there's supposedly a, a very smaller a smaller directed group that is basically disseminating information in and using a Socratic method of delivering the information with a lot of uh, questions.
0: Just to pause that Socratic method in this case meaning bullshit devoid of information and ending in a question mark. That's a little different than the Socratic method, but that is what she means
1: if you will, and getting you to think it's actually a movement. They are very supportive of the president, very supportive of America first. But this is a movement that's really dialed into a a segment of the population that probably never cared about politics before. They could have cared less. But
0: fucking exactly
1: because of the way that the information is presented. And it's like it's I call it an Easter egg hunt. or clue meets Dungeons and Dragons, if you will. I don't know how else to better describe it for people who don't know what Q is, but it's a really interesting way to disseminate information, get people interested asking questions and wake them up. And we're seeing a lot more people paying attention to to what's going on in the world because of the Q movement. And I've always said, I think whoever it is that's designed this and however they're doing it, they're brilliant because they've tapped into, like I said, a demographic that didn't care about what was happening to this country, but now they do. So it's a really, really fascinating, and we have a lot of people in my audience that actually are very into Q, and uh, they look at it as a we are Q movement, meaning everybody's Q. You should have everybody should be interested in what's going on. So, all right, I'm going to leave. I'm going to check it out. You have to check it.
0: So they end it with her saying she's going to check it out. But that's the thing; she compares it, and she's a supporter and believer in it of it. And she says she compares it to Dungeons and Dragons meets Clue, and and. And, and under, in, in, in an effort to underscore the appeal that it has to people who were previously unengaged in politics. You know what? I wonder why that is. Maybe because it's engaged in pure fucking fantasy. And much more like a video game than whatever's happening in reality. I don't know if I want those kind of people engaged in fucking politics. I had a guest on many episodes ago named Martin Geddes, and he was kind enough to come on the show. He's a believer in QAnon. and He writes a lot about it. He's got a big following on Twitter, and I wanted to get inside his mind a little bit. And one thing that stood out to me, uh, two things stood out to me, actually, that he says, uh, that he says in that interview, and he says uh, it's like the greatest information puzzle of all time. He describes QAnon as that. And it it reminded me of what this woman said, which is that they're basically saying it's like a game. And it engages the mind of those who are interested in games. Those people are are children. The people who love games are children. Um, So, okay. You know, and if if what it takes is some kind of like Dungeons and Dragons uh, bait and switch appeal to get people engaged. I mean, that just reminds me of the fucking church and Easter. I remember I was in, uh, I was still living in New York at the time, and my 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 girlfriend at the time also lived in New York. Oh no, she lived in New Jersey, or her family lived in New Jersey. Wow, I'm sounding so much like I'm lying. She lived in New York, and or oh no, no 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 that's right no New Jersey. Uh, huh, no okay, so her family lived in New Jersey. That's it. No okay, so her family lived in New Jersey, and her family is religious, which is fine. I don't fucking care, and uh the i was she was in town over easter she was staying at her parents house and i had told her ahead of time just to like uh, steer clear of this to avoid it from the jump i was like look i know your family is is important to your family i know your dad is going to want me to go to church i know your mom is going to want me to go to church i know you're going to want me to go to church on on sunday on easter sunday but i'm not going to church I know your dad wants me to go to church. I know your mom wants me to go to church. I know you want me to go to church, but I'm not going to church. And I told her that. And she's like, okay, okay, fine. Saturday night, Saturday night rolls around. I go to bed. They're religious. We sleep in separate beds or separate rooms, separate fucking rooms. And I wake up to my girlfriend at the time sitting over me, waking me up, telling me it's time to get ready to go to church. So I have like a, I haven't had my coffee yet. I just woke up. I'm in a, I'm between a rock and a hard place, like from moment one. And um, I don't know, especially at that age, it's, it's, it would have been very likely for me to just like fly into a fucking rage immediately, but I didn't, I kept my cool. And I was like, we talked about this she was like, I know, but. When I mentioned it to my dad this morning that you weren't coming, it was clear how upset he was. And I was like, well, th- 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 I don't want to hear that. That's his fault. He fucking cares that I don't go to church. He's a baby. You know? You get to spend more time with his daughter who fucking gives a shit, you know? Let me sleep. Anyway, I, I mean, I made like a. I took the path. I I took certainly took the path of least resistance on this one. I just thought long term it would be more of a headache if I didn't go than going to going at all to church would be. Does that make sense? I thought the long term headache would be worse if I didn't go than the short term headache of actually going. So I go and. And I went to fucking Sunday school. And this this wasn't a Catholic church, though. This was. um, Who the fuck cares? And we're there and it's Easter. And so they have, I don't know why, I don't know why I say, it. and so there's no connection, but they, they wanted to do like a thing for the kids cause it's Easter and they have the kids go to the front of the church, uh, all the kids like under 10 or something to, um, to answer questions that the, uh, pastor or whoever the fuck pastor minute minister, I think it was, is, uh, and, and whoever, if, if these kids get the answers correct, then they all get this like chocolate bunny, you know? And I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. You know, chocolate bunnies. That's nice. Every, every kid wants a chocolate bunny. I was pissed. I didn't get it. Ch- I wasn't even in, in, I wasn't, it wasn't impossible for me to acquire a chocolate bunny, which was annoying. But just because they're fucking kids, they get a chocolate bunny anyway. But I realized the insidiousness of, of why it was kids, not because kids get chocolate. Not because kids deserve chocolate more than adults. They don't. I deserve chocolate just as much as any fucking eight-year-old. But what was insidious about it was the fact that they were, so they'd ask the kids questions. And if they got it right, it would be about like what happened to Jesus reciting some kind of prayer. I don't fucking know. Christian shit. But some of the kids were just like, hey, I'm here for the chocolate bunny, dude. What are you asking me this for, you know? And anytime a kid got an answer wrong, they didn't give him the fucking chocolate bunny. So they're making the kid engage with the holiday, which is a bullshit religious thing, by dangling fucking chocolate in front of their faces. So they're basically like, come on here, come here. Learn about Jesus, learn all the facts about Jesus that are going to ruin your life when you're an adult and everyone else's life around you. Come on. Oh, you're almost there. Oh, oh, look, here's this chocolate. Just step that last bit. Come on, come on, come on. Here you go. Here's the chocolate and the chocolate's yours. Yeah, now you're fucked for life. It was so fucking clear. It was like the most crystal clear, bait and switch shit. And I'm just sitting in church and I'm like, I fucking knew I shouldn't have come. But I, you know what? I'm happy I went because I got to see that. And I'm looking around. I'm like, can you believe this shit? They're going to skip this fucking kid? He's going in front. He's embarrassing as fuck. He doesn't know the dumbass question about Jesus. And they're not going to give him a chocolate fucking bunny now? The least they could do is give him the fucking chocolate bunny. But it was the whole point was you don't get the chocolate bunny unless you know about Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I said that sentence. But that's really what they were doing. All of the adults in the room supported this, too. This was not like a weird... Thing that people were looking around at each other, I was, but no one made eyes with me. They were all looking up front, hoping the kids got the right answer. So was I, but only so they got fucking, the the kid wasn't traumatized. Give the kid the fucking chocolate. Don't make him know shit about Jesus. Give him the chocolate. He showed up. Isn't that enough? But that's how they make you give a fuck. Anyway, it reminded me of this fucking idiot going on about why QAnon is so spectacular and so interesting and so. You know, good for engagement of people who aren't really ready for politics. It's because they're fucking kids and they got chocolate being dangled in front of their face. And chocolate of having some power or something to believe in is what it's dangling them. And they'd rather have that. They'd ha- rather have the information puzzle. They'd rather play the game like a fucking kid. And so, QAnon in this case, is the chocolate. Before I take a break, there's a the, uh, fucking very last thing about that that I want to say, that fucking guy, Florida man who wrote me. He tells me, I forget exactly how he uses it because it's not in front of me anymore, but he says something like, trust your instincts or like, I don't, I don't, he's saying, you know, he doesn't put any credence in any sort of evidence, anything he reads He goes with his gut instinct. Or intuition, I think he says. Intuition's fucking faulty, man. Martin said shit like that too. He called it, I'll never forget, he called it the gold standard of first-hand experience. That is not the gold standard. That is the fucking Opal standard. That's like the 15th best thing you can lean on. In terms of proof or evidence or whatever the fuck. That means I should just believe some fucking idiot. Wherever the fuck in the world. Who says he saw UFOs. Which we're going to talk about later. Over an article that's supremely vetted by actual people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about. About the unlikelihood that there's life out there in space. According to that guy, I should value what the one single person says about UFOs instead of what a community says. A vetted, rigorously studied community. The gold standard of first-hand experience is not a fucking thing. That is the opal standard. That is That standard is shit. What's it going to take for people to understand that what you think is going on, what you're seeing, your bias your natural bias upon intake just like I have you have it too I'm talking to fucking everybody now everybody has this your version of events is not likely to be accurate especially if you believe in Pizzagate okay we're gonna take a break Uh, and uh, the fucking Pentagon released some UFO footage, and I'm going to talk about that after the break, and much more cool shit. I will talk to you then. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE. And I'm back. Came in on my motorcycle. That's what all that revving was. So I'm back. And I'm not gonna talk about pizzagate anymore except this one fucking thing i talked about that doc that crock of shit you mentory, um out of shadows that every conspiracy theorist loves even though there's absolutely no fucking evidence whatsoever in there um there's a reporter that 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 is heavily featured in that um I keep on almost calling it a movie. It's not a movie. It's purported to be a documentary, but it is a crock of shitumentary. And there's a reporter, a quote, uh legitimate reporter. They go through they go to um they go through a lot to make her seem legitimate. And in the past she had written for like the Washington Examiner or some shit. I, I don't know. But, um at one point, she split off from the from the mainstream media and decided that this was all real, and she was a big peddler of Pizzagate shit and satanic shit and pedophilia shit. Apparently, she recently got into uh, an accident. she got into a surfing accident and she put she posted something about it on facebook um and the content of what it's about is. Fucking sweet irony. I'm going to read the post. Her name is Liz Crokin. Liz Croka shit. All right, so Liz Croka shit says. Liz Croka shit from the crock of shit you says. I've been asked about my covery with my... About my recovery with my severed fingers from my surf accident as the result of lies that people are spreading around this incident. Oh, wait, no, let me reread that sentence because I hit the emphasis all wrong. I've been asked about my recovery with my severed fingertips from my surf accident as the result of lies that people are spreading around this incident. Wow, that's such a bad sentence. And this is a reporter. I'm in the process of getting fitted for prosthetics and will have to wear them for the rest of my life in order to type and do basic daily tasks such as brush my hair, use keys, walk my dog, etc. We got it. Some have suggested that my injury did not happen from a surf accident or that my fingers weren't severed at all. I hope you're sensing it. Here comes the good part. The surf shop and hotel involved in the accident have filed papers in court. The defendant's papers include fact 35. The force of the wave pushed the board away from the plaintiff and the board string severed the tips of plaintiff's two fingertips in the process. Here is a screenshot of the papers that they filed, a photo of me outside the ER and photos of my hand. I took last night in case anyone had any doubts about my accident. I have been getting trolled a bit about some speculation that my injury was the result of a satanic ritual. Fucking, you know, this is false and ridiculous. It's unfortunate that I even have time, have to take the time to address this issue, especially considering that this was one of the most painful and traumatic experiences in my life. Hey, that's called a taste of your own fucking medicine. Now you know what it's like when people are batshit crazy and accuse you of batshit crazy shit. It fucking fucks up your life and you hate it. So stop doing it to other people. The sad thing is she probably doesn't even understand the irony of that fucking post or the irony of what's happening to her in the first place and by the time she gets those fucking prosthetic things working on her fingertips she's going to be typing stories about Tom Hanks and fucking pedophile shit and fucking Rita Wilson drinking blood or something. Marina Abramovich fucking resurrecting Satan. But that's enough of that for now. I'm done. I'm done with conspiracy stuff. Actually, this might tie into conspiracy stuff. So, might have spoke too soon. Uh, The Pentagon released... Okay, so there were these tapes that leaked... And this sounds not real, but it is. Tom DeLonge, of Blink-182 fame, believes in aliens. And he has started some... um, like, use, users contribute, it, contribute to um, this message board-type site. I've actually never been to it. I was reading about it. Basically, UFO believers and, and enthusiasts in those conspiracy theories post shit that they believe is evidence or potential evidence or just even potential news about UFO sightings or potential UFO activity or whatever the fuck. And he kind of put it together and spearheads the whole thing. Tom DeLonge, Blink-182. And um, years ago, years ago actually, tapes or video footage resurfaced of what was purported to be Navy planes. I think it's Navy planes, even though that sounds not right, because Navy is the sea. But I think the article that I read said it was Navy planes um, flying at night. They caught on their cameras aboard their their planes um, footage of unidentified objects. This is years ago and it, it, no one knew if it was real or fake. And it's, as far as these things go, it certainly seemed real. And for some reason, I think a few months ago, they they confirmed that the tapes were real, The the, the Pentagon and the Navy. And yesterday they released three of these tapes. So, they had already admitted that they were real, but now they've released them officially. So anybody can look at them. And when I read the headline, I was like, oh, okay, well, if they're going to release this, they must. it must just be so obviously not a fucking UFO. But then I keep reading and they don't know what it is. It's not that they're not saying what it is. They don't know. It's an actually unidentified object in the truest, in the broadest sense of UFO. It's literally what it is. It's an unidentified flying object. And the thing looks like a fucking bean, like a tic tac or bean. And it's flying so fucking fast. And uh, uh, the voice of one of the pilots you can hear over it, he's like going crazy. He's like, hoo, hoo. you see that, dude? You fucking see that, dude? Fuck. Um, It's actually kind of funny with the audio on. You fucking see that, dude? Oh, fuck, dude. I got that. I caught that one. Oh, dude, fuck, dude. <laughs> um, but on the tape, he actually says That it's flying as fast as it is against a 120 not or uh, not winds. Yeah. So it's flying unbelievably fast against strong headwinds. And nobody knows what it is. (laughs) I mean, hey, conspiracy theorists, go get that one. That one is interesting. What the fuck is on that fucking tape? Even the Pentagon is like, I don't fucking know. What we'll fucking dude? Fuck dude! Just fucking see that dude. Stop talking about Tom Hanks pedophilia controlling Hollywood, and start talking about only this. Because what the fuck is it? They think it might be have been a drone or something. I mean, they don't think it's an alien. And honestly, the transparency they're displaying for whatever the reason is that they're actually finally transparent about it, they're, they it seems like they're just being honest in the way that they're like, I don't know. I don't fucking know what it is. What do you want from me? Which I like. Because what they're not doing is that, they're like, well, like, it's it's not this. The thing that fucks you up out of the gate, I think, as someone, as, a, as an authority figure, giving those kinds of press conferences or releasing that information is when you feed when you push someone in a direction all the fucking people who who want to be like no i don't believe you it gives them ammunition to to pull the other way oh you're trying to force us to believe it's not aliens you know but this time they were just like i don't know what it is is it an alien i don't fucking know the pilots were like i don't fucking know everyone at the pentagon i don't fucking know And I think that kind of dulls the edge of the news. That's how fucking news should be delivered. Not with fear. Not with fucking being pushing the, the, the listener or reader in a certain direction. Not pushing the audience to believe a certain kind of thing. No editorializing. This is a UFO. What is it? I don't fucking know. Get off my fucking back. That's fucking cool. It's the only cool thing the Pentagon ever did. But yeah, you guys got to see that tape. I don't, I mean, obviously I don't know. I don't even know about fucking aviation in general. I had to pause before I could think of the word knots. But I look at that video and I'm like, don't know. Don't know what that is. And that's all right. And that kinda ties in to something that's been on my mind. This is maybe a clunky segue, but I'm gonna, and I didn't plan on it, but I'm gonna take the opportunity to to uh, to fit it in. The not knowing thing. I watched that video and I think, I don't know. And that's it. It's interesting It's interesting what's possible, but nobody knows, so I don't know. Experts don't know, so I don't know. Even experts don't know. Therefore, I can't know is a more accurate way of putting it. But the unknown and the way it makes people feel, the lack of control or power it makes people feel, is kind of what leads to faulty thinking, uncritical, bad thinking. Such as Pizzagate. And right now, because of what's going on, because of this fucking pandemic, we're all dealing with so much unknown. We don't know when we're going to be able to go back to work. We don't know what it's going to be like when we go back to work. We don't know what our social life is going to be like. We don't know what travel is going to be like. We don't know what public events are going to be like. We don't know when they're going to come back any of those things, it's all up in the air, meaning everything about what a return will look like and when it will happen to whatever you want to consider normalcy, we don't know about. And if you can take a moment to remember how f- much that fucks up and dements a mind, The relentless unknown that we're facing with all this shit, it starts to make sense how fucking insane everyone's being. Conspiracy theorists are fucking motoring. They're loving life right now. I mean, not really. They're fucking scared. But this is fucking fuel for their shit. This fear, this anxiety, this unknown. And so they're kind of spreading. They really are. This shit's spreading like wildfire. Everybody's home, clicking on dumb shit, reading it. And if it gives them any kind of comfort, if it makes them feel any kind of power in their own life that they do not have, they are liable, or it's at least possible, that they're going to slide right in and accept it as true. That's not good. It's not good for them. It's not good for you. It's not good for me. It's not good for anybody. So I'm not a fucking guru and I'm not a fucking expert. But I do know that we gotta fucking keep our shit straight. If for no other reason than because when we freak out, we believe and do dumb shit. And I fucking know it's scary. I'm, I mean, I'm just as aware of the fears and anxieties as anyone else. It's fucking fucked up it's so fucking weird and strange and uncomfortable to think about all this shit i mean sports are not a thing anymore there's literally never been a summer without baseball even if you don't like baseball what the fuck that's so weird movie theaters even going to them once they are reopened it's going to be fucking weird people are going to be all fucking paranoid people didn't like when other people coughed in a movie theater before now there's just going to be like murders inside movie theaters when someone coughs the lights are going to come up there's going to be like five dead bodies in aisle (sighs) Ah. I'm just saying fear the unknown because you have no choice because it's scary. You are afraid of the unknown. That is a universal human thing. You are, I am, everyone is. But with a little bit more awareness, we do get to at least play a role in deciding on how we handle that fear. And not a good way to handle that fear, a not good way to handle that fear is to be like, oh, this is 5G did this. 5G did this. That's not a good response. A good response is, oh, this is fucked up. I don't know when it's going to end. I'm fucking scared. I'm fucking anxious. I guess I just got to fucking take it day by day and figure out what the fuck's going on every fucking day. And that sucks. That That's not a good best way to be but it's the only good way to be about this shit. This shit, you got to let it bring it to your knees. Not like in a subservient way, but like you got to submit to it. It's just true. It just is what it is. What is happening is happening. Anyway. I was, um, I'm going to get into Twitter questions in a little bit, but you guys see that fucking, uh, uh, Trump ad. The one where they put Obama's head <clears throat> on one. It's like a, a video. I forget what it's. It might They might have actually just shot it for this. I don't know. It seemed like it might have already been an existing thing. But it's like four black guys watching a Biden ad. And the fourth guy, the fourth black guy is Obama. It's like his head is like sort of like badly put on this fourth one. So it's like obviously, you know, a joke is what they want it to be clear as. But they're watching a Biden ad, and it's the one where he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking good ad. I don't know what else I can say. It's a f- fucking good ad. But they're watching the Biden ad, and they're all, like, looking at each other, looking at o- Obama, like, uh, this is your guy, dude? You know, the one where he's talking about his leg, Joe's talking about his leg hair or whatever the fuck he's talking about in a, in a public pool when he was a kid. <laughs> it's a fucking crazy guy, you know? But... um it's a funny ad. And the whole tenor of the ad is like they're being trolls. Uh, it's, it is an, uh, an actual campaign ad. It's not just like some fan-made thing that he retweeted. It's like approved by Trump or whatever the fuck. And it has this whole tone of it's trolling. It's funny. It's shitty. It's mean. It's very much like the tenor of the day. It's like a Twitter vibe. Made to go viral, let's say. And then you watch Biden's ads and they're fucking crushers. They just make Trump seem like the dumbest fucking guy ever because he is. It's not hard to do, but the ads are fucking outstanding, but they're serious. They're so earnest. It's like, this is what he said. In fucking February. This is what he fucking could have done. And they're good fucking as. They're just a different tone and a different approach. And it really sort of like strikes me when you when I watch them back to back. And I, I say this, try to bear with me here. I say this while thinking that I actually think that they're both, both of these kinds of ads, specifically these ads, they're good and they're effective. I, I think that, but I also fucking hate them. Both. Because all they're doing well, first of all, the the, the two modes—that sort of earnest, serious—and the fucking shitty trolling, uh, the shitty teenage, tro- like a it's like a shitty teenager uh, at community college. That's like the kind of troll he is, or the vibe of the ad campaign is. But he is that too, so it trickles down from that. But that's kind of what the GOP is now. It's like it's like a meme machine. It's just like constant trolling. And that's their whole thing. And it works. So the ad's good, quote, good. But I fucking hate it because that annoys me. You can't just be a troll all the fucking time. You got to have some kind of content. The content can't be trolling. And then the fucking Biden ones are so fucking earnest and serious And it's just like, come on. The, the, The thing about it, I mean, I'm aligned with the fucking Biden ads. But I want like some fucking humor to them. Expand from expand out of the purview of people who are already going to vote for you. And I would I mean, I don't want to give advice to the Trump campaign, but it makes me mad for the same reason with them. Don't just throw fucking red meat at people who are already going to fucking vote for you. Try to have substance and maybe change a fucking mind. They're great ads, but I hate them. All right, I'm going to wrap up soon. I want to see what's up with Twitter. I haven't looked since I asked you guys what's up. But I'm doing it now. This is the first one that comes up. Somebody sent me a tweet by Rudy Giuliani. And the Rudy Giuliani tweet, oh wow, I mean this fucking guy, the way he looks now, could anyone look scarier than Rudy Giuliani looks right now? Here's the tweet. Why did the US in 2017 give 3.7 million to the Wuhan lab in China? Oh boy. Such grants were prohibited in 2014. Did President Obama grant an exception? Oh, you know why I like this submission? (laughs) It doesn't point out. This This is what I mean by not editorializing. This fucking guy didn't send me this, whoever you are. This guy didn't send me this and say, and point out the error. He just sent me the fucking screenshot of the tweet. Let me read it. Let me figure it out on my own. I want to figure it out on my own. Anyway, Rudy says, why did the U.S. in 2017 give 3.7 million to the Wuhan lab in China? Hey, man, Trump was president in 2017. Obama was chilling on a fucking beach in Martha's Vineyard. Such grants were prohibited in 2014, he says. Yeah, by Obama. So no, I'll answer your question, Rudy. President Obama did not grant an exception. He was chilling on a fucking beach, being not president. Tell us your favorite type of cheese and a memorable cheese experience for you. That is a bad question. How about the $4 billion net worth Lakers applying for and then receiving a small business loan? I saw that. I mean, these fucking fuckers will stop at nothing. I'm convinced these big companies have like a person whose job it is to track like potential exemptions and loopholes that the government is offering and just apply. They just track them all, apply to all of them. Anything that says business, business loan, these companies are just like, fuck it. We already have $4 billion. Fuck it, though. I saw uh, Shake Shack did the same thing. Got a fucking small business loan. Meanwhile, fucking Mike and Mary down the street. Mike and Mary's Realty down the street. Still can't get their fucking loan. Come on. Everybody fucking play, play fucking along right now. Lakers, don't apply for a small business loan. Shake Shack. Don't apply for a small business loan. How are you doing personally during, during all this mentally, in all aspects, being home, listening to news work? I mean, I talk about that a lot, but I, I mean, it's, I, I, I lose, I lose track of the time of the day, whether I'm working or not. I I'm always surprised when I look at the time and that's gotta be a symptom of, of, of what's going on now because I, it was never the case before. A lot of people I've talked to are losing track of the day. I'm not. I know what day it is. I wake up and I'm like, "It's fucking Wednesday." I like drill it into my head, but the time I get lost. There's not enough naturally broken up parts of the day. But mood wise, ah, fucking, I'm fine. Oh yeah, i i, uh, I have a I have a short film that uh talkhouse talkhouse.com put it out uh they're doing something called the without precedent quarantine film festival and it's all they when they asked me to make one they told me the regulations and it was a it was like you can't you can't work with anybody who's who you have to work with like remotely so if they're not in your home or like in your build or something, you know, and, and max, a maximum of three people can work on it. So if you can't work on it remotely with someone, then you can't make it. And that, those are the rules. So it was all like quarantine driven. And they asked me to do it. And I did one and it stars me. And I got around the loophole this way and my dog, Charlie. And this, the reason I mentioned any of that, well, it's called another song and it's on talkhouse.com uh, in there without precedent uh, section. If you want to watch it, and I suggest you do, because it's only four minutes, and it's a fucking work of art. Uh, but also thanks to Talkhouse for asking me to do it. It was fun. The question is, can you talk about acting with your dogs? Who was a prima donna? Did they have any strange demands on set? Give us some behind-the-scenes stories. Uh, well, I think this person is asking about the one movie that I directed that is in existence. Uh, it's called American Animal. And, um, I'm in it, but so is my recently passed away first dog named Billy. Most of you know, Billy talked about Billy a lot, had a whole episode about her when she did die, but, uh, she is in American animal and Charlie, my, my own, my lone dog at the moment, uh, is in another song. And I gotta say, Billy's, Billy's a better actor. Billy was a better actor. Billy was like a revelatory. Billy was truly meant for the screen. Charlie is very photogenic and I think in a lot of ways like cuter. Like just upon sight Charlie looks like a fucking cartoon. She got the big eyes and she's very like silly. But Billy was like a is like a fucking Billy's like a Meryl Streep dog. And there are moments in American Animal which you haven't seen it what are you doing? You got to watch it. You're a fan of mine? You got to fucking watch the movie. I'm in it. So is Billy. Um, actually, if you're going to watch it and you're going to rent it online, you can rent it on a lot of platforms, but I would suggest watching, renting it on YouTube because when it came out in theaters, uh, my distributor asked me to, or after it came out in theaters, when it was coming to VOD, streaming sites, they asked me to make a rated R cut because the movie has actually got an NC-17 rating, which I was fucking proud of. It's a cool, weird, fucked up movie. I was like, it's NC-17... It's a weird little movie. It is what it is. But they wanted me to make an R version. I said no. They did it anyway. And that version is out there too. So unless you're watching the DVD or the or the version on YouTube, you might be watching the the wrong version that is out in the world. So it's available for rent on YouTube, I think, for like three bucks. Do it. Watch it. Billy's a fucking genius in that. Also, I'm fucking naked in it, dude. What are you doing? Watch the fucking movie. I'm naked in it, and so is Billy. But another song is cool. Charlie's really good. Don't get me wrong. She's a fucking really good actress. Uh, But, you know, fucking Oscar Isaac is a good actor. Is he fucking Richard Burton? No. You know? Fucking, uh, Ryan Reynolds is a good actor, but is he Marlon Brando? No. So Charlie is a really good actor. Is she fucking Billy? No. Okay. Um, are you familiar with Marble Hornets? Don't know what that is. Pentagon releasing UFO content video. I already went over that. Uh, some Corona thing. Uh, let's see. If you're still doing Corona stuff, thoughts on my coworkers, not social distancing, because if one of us gets it, we're all getting it. I personally super don't like that. You know what? Me neither. That's not true. Wear a fucking mask. Wash your fucking hands. Don't breathe on people. And you know what? I'm going to stop this right here because I don't give a fuck about the rest of these questions. Actually, I do. You were a lot this week, though. Uh, oh, this person wants to hear more about American Animal. Got your wish. Two birds, one stone. Well, so many you wanted me to talk about the fucking UFO shit. Oh, that's going to go off in the next few days. <sighs> but yeah, um, I live in downtown Los Angeles and I see people running a lot, like jogging. And I see a lot of you doing that with masks on. Great. Keep doing it. I also see a lot of you doing that without masks on. And you know what happens when you jog? You breathe a lot. You know what else happens when you jog? You sneak up on fucking people who don't know you're near them faster than you would if you were walking. So guess what you're going to do next time you go on a fucking jog? You're going to put on a mask because it's fucking respectful. You don't have to be scared of getting it. I don't give a fuck how scared you are. And it's not about doing what you're told. Stop being all anti-authority. Like, oh, I don't need the mask. Fuck you. It's for other people. You live in the world. Do you care about other people? You should. If you don't, fuck you even more. Put on a fucking mask. The people in the world, it makes them feel fucking safer. Do you not give a shit about people in the world? What the fuck? Fuck. So annoying, dude. Also stop jogging. All right. Uh, <sighs> oh, this idiot, But Bef- last thing before I go. Thoughts on this bullshit? Personally, I think this is some of the most K shit ever. So the Arizona GOP chairwoman encourages anti-stay-at-home protesters to dress like healthcare workers so they can be out and about. Hey, you work for the GOP? You run the fucking country. You have a president in the White House. You control the fucking Senate. Stop acting like you're some fucking punk folk hero. That doesn't play when you're in power. You make the rules. Make better rules if you don't like the ones that exist. You're making them. I hate when people act like they're fucking rebellious by being a part of the GOP. You're in power through and through. Fucking children. All right, I'm going to go. I fucking love you all so much. I know I keep saying this, but merch is coming soon. We're setting up the fucking online store today. It's going to be available for purchase very fucking soon. And I can't wait for you to be wearing it. Send me fucking pictures of you wearing it. And I'll post pictures of me modeling it on the fucking store. So way more people buy it because I'm a fucking supermodel, international supermodel. And when you see, it'll be like nothing you've ever seen before when you see what it looks like on me. It'll look like that on you too. Because that's just the kind of fucking merch it is. I love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And stay home as much as possible. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay on!